Welcome to part two of the Brian and Kendra show with Connie. We are going to roll into some more information. We ran out of time and we got lots of good stuff. Do you remember? Do you remember that time that we had a snowball fight with Connie? Yes. Connie remembers too. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> Connie is the best snowball fighter. <laughs> it was great. So a couple of weeks ago, it snowed. I guess by the time this airs, it'll be about a month ago. We had a decent little snow. And Cassie in our office. Did you get to? Did you get to work very much with Cassie Dominguez? No. Okay. Some. So yes. she. I think okay. she was starting about the time you were kind of retiring. Right. Um, and so. She doesn't know you as well. She just knows you a little bit from the bank. And she said, we should have a snowball fight today. And I said, we already did that with Connie Rowland. And she goes, what? <laughs> Connie Rowland? I said, yeah, she is. she's a good snowball fighter. <laughs> that was awesome. We should have chased Brian down and rolled him in the snow, I, actually. <laughs> you know, I, he, he I like signs my checks. He signs my check. He does like to win. Yes. He was, got messy. he was throwing <laughs> twice as many snowballs as we were. But anyway, we did hit him a couple of times. Yes. It was fun. You're welcome. <laughs> we do have fun. I, I think that's one of the things that sometimes a consumer only sees the bank as an institution. Right. And um, just the brick and mortar walls and everything is nice and, and professional and suits and ties and I think sometimes it's hard to recognize that our lenders are just real ordinary people. Right. And I just, I think that it's so important for people to know that, that your lender might be the best snowball fighter. Well, and I don't know how many people saw us sled down that hill out at Bank 7, but <laughs> at my suggestion, my husband brings in all of our snow gear and everybody puts on <laughs> stuff and we go out and sled down that hill. So I love it. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing better. And when can we get an office with the hill? Yeah, it's okay. We can borrow that hill she's out there anytime to, we want to. Yeah, so she's requesting to move. <laughs> Already, this is a new building. You haven't I even just didn't unpack everything. <laughs> Don't unpack it. You're going to be moving. Yeah, yeah. That's not true. It's still in boxes, but it's at my house now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. So, um, Connie, thank you for coming back. You're welcome. We appreciate you. Um, I, I really do though. We just, we had such a good working relationship with you and I always appreciated the way that if I'd come to you with a question, you would, you would really make sure I understood. You didn't just have an answer and be done. You now, do you get it? Like, are you with me? And I always appreciated that. So, okay. We wanted to talk about, we talked about building credit. We talked about how in order to build your credit, you need to have the three lines of credit, a bank loan, two credit cards, 12 consecutive payments on each one. Right. And so that's how we build our credit. Um, but I think, unfortunately, with the season that we're in, we're starting to hear of some people that are hurting. And so for someone who right now knows, I am ruining my credit, what, if, what can we do to, what can we tell them? So when this is over and you get back on your feet, this is how you rebuild. Is rebuilding the same as building? Is it harder? Is it easier? What's it look like? Well, okay, so building credit, you don't have any negative impact already. So you don't have any collections or, you know, medical collections or charge-offs or any, anything like that, bankruptcy, whatever. But when you are rebuilding your credit, you have had some issues. You have been late on payments, you have some collections, or you have some judgments. So what I like to do really is to get a copy of that person's credit bureau. And like I said, you can go to annualcreditreport.com and get a free copy. I like to look at it. I like to analyze it uh, and determine what is going to be the best route for this person. 
Paying off collections is not necessarily the best thing. Leave those for right now. That is so interesting. It is. Can we pause to talk about that now or do you want to come back to it? Sure, we can talk about it. Why? Because so this and let me tell you where I'm coming from. If I see debt and I think that I'm like, it's got to be paid. It's got to be paid. It's got to be paid right now. Like debt makes me um, an anxious, ugly person. Okay. So not necessarily debt, but let's use those collections. Okay. Let's say you have a, uh, a few medical collections on there and they've been on there for a couple of years. They are, they could be hurting your credit by about 10%, but they're not going to be hurting your credit that much. And okay. especially if you have worked out a payment plan with them okay. and started making payments on it. But the collections, they're already there. So what okay. you, what, that's not money that you've borrowed. I mean, money you owe, yes, but you didn't go into an institution and borrow money. You don't, it's not a credit card. So now to build your credit, you've got to have credit to build your credit. So you've got to have those two credit cards, one bank loan. So start with those and, and work with a lender. Go to your lender, whoever you feel comfortable with. Uh, they will tell you whether to pay those collections off or not. But if you paid those collections off, say you had three of them, you paid them off this month, bang, 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 it's hurt your credit score because you paid it off. Okay, that is so hard to understand. Anytime you open new credit or you pay anything off, it immediately negatively affects your credit score. Because now the credit isn't on there to give me a score. That's right. Which is one of the things that, that I think people don't quite grasp. In order to have a credit score, you have to have credit. Yes. So by paying off the collection, I paid off the credit, boom, there goes my score again. Right. Or maybe so, not all the way, but... Then you're going to be starting all over again because okay. now you paid those off. But let's say you open those two credit cards. You have to use them every month because every month the credit report, credit bureaus receive your credit from each lender mm-hmm. every month. And so they're going to show that each and every month. Let's say that... You missed a payment. Something, an emergency came up, and you were late on a payment, mm-hmm. and then you paid it. So now that lowered your credit score. But credit is ever evolving. It's not something yes. that starts and stops tomorrow. It's something you can always fix. I don't care if you're 18 or you're 99. However old you are, you can fix that credit right. score. So start making those payments on time. And just because I've seen some people because they got late on a payment, and then they got some money, they paid it off on a credit card. Don't ever do that. Even though you were late, continue to make those monthly payments mm. every month. And within 24 months, that one payment that you missed won't even be showing on the credit bureau anymore. That's exactly what happened to mine. So <clears throat> my credit money is automatic pay. It's set up to pay the whole balance every month. Well, I returned something, and they credited my credit card, they counted it as a payment. They shut off my automatic payment. Oh. So then the next month, it showed late. I called them, hour conversation, got it fixed, made my payoff. Then the next month, the same thing, because they did this weird credit thing to fix what they messed up, what they messed up. So it showed that I made this another payment. So it shut my automatic payment off again. I said, this is dumb. You guys are killing me. I don't have time to babysit you and do my stuff. Your system should work this way. So Connie, he really did say it like that yes. too. <laughs> and so they, so I said, I said, if we can't get this squared away, I'm just gonna have to cancel this because I, I, I have too many things moving. And so the next month, it does it again. I just, I was furious. Now I'm a whole month behind. 
Yes. I'm a whole month behind. I'm 31 some days past due on my payment because I don't even like, I have somebody that puts that stuff in my deal. I don't even, I mean, I just, I know, but I don't, I'm not a hands, I wasn't hands on. Okay. As much as I should have been. And you should be. I should be. But I was like, it's automatic-ish. So, <laughs> so yeah, I canceled it, paid it off, and I was 31 days late. So it branded it right into my credit score. However, you could dispute that because that was their error. Yes. And I would handwrite them a letter, a long letter. It was a year ago. And I would, it's well, already a year ago. It's, again. Yeah. I'm not quite back to my eight, but it won't take me very long. Yeah. But anybody that has any dispute, whether you are repairing your credit Look at you get you got to see your credit to know what's on there. So if right. you need to repair it, if there are collections or even judgments or whatever that's on your credit, you need to dispute whatever is in error. Mm-hmm. Get that started, but also get started with your two credit cards and your bank loan, and just continue. I I I have a loan that I made a guy in Laverne. He had no credit. He used a local bank that didn't report to credit. I don't know if they do anymore or not, but he started out with no credit. I had him do exactly what I'm saying today. Right. Excuse me. In seven months, he had over a 600 credit score. Wow. In a year, and he was saving money. Right. In a year, he bought his dream home. And, of course, it's probably not his dream home now because it's been so many years ago, but... He was so excited. The excitement of the people yes. when you help them right. to understand credit. And credit is not that difficult. It's not that difficult to understand. And and going into a bank or, you know, any institution where you're going to borrow money, don't be intimidated. Just suck it up and go on in there and talk to those people and spill your guts and let them help you out. Yes, I agree. I mean, <clears throat> because I'm one that, that does make me uncomfortable. Like, I would rather do a lot of things online or over the phone than have to run into someone at Walmart that's going to know all my business, which I don't even have business, but you know what I'm saying. I I understand, (laughs) but they also sign a confidentiality form that they cannot discuss this with anyone, and I definitely take that to heart. I think the other thing that I found once I began real estate and really began to meet the people that were sitting behind the desk is is like you. I I think all of the lenders that we work with here in Woodward really care about people. I agree. And so it's not the same as as again that feeling of it's just a bank. It's a bunch of suits. They don't really know me. They don't care to know me. They do. They really want what's best for for me. Right. And what's best for me actually helps them too. I realize this, but they don't want to put me in a negative position, right. and they want to give me the best possible information so that I can make the best choices, so I can come back and get right. the best loan. Right, and, and so, you can tell your friends. Yes, and, and tell all my go. friends, and they can yes. tell their friends. Yes, and so I, I do think that that is such, but it's difficult whenever you're fresh, you're starting out, and you just don't know. So well, I and like you said with your daughter, you know, I think yes. she felt intimidated oh, when she came doubt. in. You know, I probably didn't help that I was holding her hand because I was. <laughs> and but you did leave the office. You let she, she and I just sat there and talked, and um, and then of course we talked later over the phone, right? But we got that initial yes. uh, meeting and uh, discussed some things, and uh, and and I think she felt a lot more comfortable once she had that face to face meeting. Absolutely, and and even to the point because again, so Anya was 
I think she was just 21 when she was doing that, 20 or 21, such a young age to be doing something so independently. But she felt so comfortable that I didn't, I didn't get hardly any calls about what about this? What about this? What about this? Like she really just connected with you. And at that time it was you and Melinda and, and she really was able to do all of that with you, which again goes back to our local lenders are, you can walk in and you can develop that relationship. We believe in our small market real estate is, is relationship driven. We 100% believe that relationships are the only way that we can effectively sell homes because we don't really care about the houses. We care about the people that go into the houses. Right. And so we know that that's the same with our local lenders. Um, so I just, I think it's really important for people to just hear that you're a real life person. And even though you're retired and you're not the person, I think you're the perfect picture of what we can expect whenever we find a lender in, in Woodward. Right. I think that you can go in, walk into any of the uh, lending ins- institutions in Woodward and you can sit down and Take a list, ask questions, yes. you know, don't just take my word for it. Ask them what their thoughts right. are and and how they view the credit and repairing credit and the I loans. love it. Okay, so with repairing credit, I'm not going to immediately pay off my collections. I'm going okay. to talk to somebody before I do that and make sure it's the right thing for me. Right. What else do I need to be looking for on on credit repair? Well, so, of course, if there are any judgments, um, you have to get those taken care of because you're not going to get a mortgage loan with a judgment. And then you want to go into bankruptcy because that's going to show on your credit for I do. I want to talk about bankruptcy and foreclosure. <clears throat> and I realize that this may not have an exact answer, but I think that's another thing. Sometimes we think, oh, I had a bankruptcy. I'll never be able to buy a house again. I had a foreclosure. I'll never be able to buy another home. And and that's not true. That's not true. So tell us why that's not true. Well, with a bankruptcy, it's going to take one to two years for that bankruptcy to get old enough mm-hmm. that someone is going to make you a home loan. And, and that's what we're looking at here is home loans, because any other personal loan, car loan or whatever, you can go out the next day and get a loan. But mortgage loans are different. So the bankruptcy is going to negatively impact your credit score, maybe even close to 100 points. We don't really know. Foreclosure is going to do the same thing, but the bankruptcy is worse because you have deleted all of your credit, right. or the majority of it. You may not have deleted um, student loans or whatever, sure. but the foreclosure, if you have that, and of course, if you're getting into a foreclosure, you should go, in, uh, go into your bank, call your lender, talk with them to see if you can do a short sale. A short sale is not going to hurt your credit as much as a foreclosure. Right. But let's say you do have a foreclosure on there. So you go into a lender and talk with them and ask them, if I'm wanting to get an FHA loan, how long do I have to wait? Do I have to wait two years? But even though you have the bankruptcy or the foreclosure on there, think about all the other credit that's on your on your credit report. Right. So you've got credit cards. You've got to make those payments on time. You don't want to utilize more than 30% of that credit limit. Um, You've got to make all of your car loans. Any other loans that you have that's going to be showing on your credit, you need to make those payments. Now, let's say you have a collection that's with the hospital. You can go into the hospital and the business office and make a payment arrangement with them. Request them to pull that from the credit bureau and start paying them directly. Of course, the very best thing would be if you have 
been in the hospital or have uh, medical debt, make arrangements with them before it ever goes to collection. Sure. And so, of course, within the last couple of years, uh, medical collections have been uh, treated differently as far as credit. So they don't show on your credit report as quickly as okay. they used to. So they may show within uh, six months or a year. But you've got that six months or a year to take care of that, to right. go to those people. And and even if you're behind on a, a loan at a bank or whatever, go in and talk to them. Maybe you can make a payment at a half, a payment half the next month. Get it caught up. Make your payments on time. This is going to rebuild your credit. But you have to have credit to have a credit score. Yes. So foreclosure, you had we had talked earlier off the air that um, like the foreclosure always in my mind was like the worst thing. And what you had commented was that falls off so it hurts your credit, but it doesn't keep hurting your credit. I think that's one of the things that we, I, I think I have this in my mind. Once it's on there that it just keeps hurting me and just keeps hurting me. It doesn't keep lowering me. It's it's that time game again. Just right. like whenever I was building credit and I needed 12 months of consecutive payments to build it. It's not a never, it's a building game. It's a time. Right. And so we just, we're in that building season. We just have to make sure that we just keep on keeping on. That's the real point. Yes. Well, a foreclosure is going to stay on your credit for seven years, but the older that foreclosure is, the less it's going to hurt your credit as you're building credit. Right. And the bankruptcy is going to stay on your credit for 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, and, of course, it also um, will not hurt your credit as much um, as, it, as it gets older. But with a bankruptcy, you've got to start all over. With a foreclosure, you've got that one loan that you've right. got to overcome. Okay. Overcome. We overcome. can do it. We're yep. overcomers. All right. What else did I have on my list, boss? Because we had some good things, but now I don't remember which notes were which notes. Oh, quick. I want to talk about short sale really fast because you had mentioned if a person can go into their um, mortgage company and discuss a short sale option versus a foreclosure. So I know we talked about short sales, but short sales, mm -hmm. but I just want to make sure everyone understands that a short sale is um, when you're able to negotiate with your mortgage company to sell your home at less than what the mortgage still is owed, what is still owed on the mortgage. And so that doesn't always come into play, but sometimes it does. And so you need to get a realtor involved and um, talk to your mortgage company and, and let's get that household. So if you know that that's you, like you're a couple payments short, it's, or if you know you're going to be a couple payments yep. short, I think time. it's usually three months that it has to be mm -hmm late, but it, it could be different for your mortgage company. Let's call them. Let's see what we can do to help you and see if we can get you out of that position before you hit the foreclosure. If you're going to be homeless anyway, let's do it with less impact. Yes. Right? Very, very good advice. Yes. 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 So that's what a short sale so is. So anytime that, anytime that you're late on anything, the number one key is call your lender. Talk Communication. Communication. It Always. is. Yes. Okay. The other thing, I want to talk about this. This was off the air. Or I think... See, I don't know. What did we just talk about? Um, yeah, this is how my brain doesn't work. Okay, we're talking about keeping credit cards forever. Did we talk about that on the air or did we talk about that off the air? On the air. Oh, my bad. Okay, keep your credit cards forever. forever. I really thought that was on the break, but just really? Am I that mixed up? Keep the oldest, well, credit, keep card the oldest credit card forever. credit card forever. Because, forever. It, yes, I think mm. we did talk about that off the air. Okay. But we can't. You you can keep your credit card forever. Say you have a 30-year mortgage. You pay that off. It's done. So that 30-year history is over with. But if you had a credit card that you opened the same time that you opened 
or even earlier that you open that mortgage, it can continue on into 40, 50 years or whatever. And as you retire, you're not going to have as, hopefully you don't have a house payment anymore. Hopefully you're debt free, Uh, but you will continue to need credit. So you still need that age on that credit card when you retire in case you have an emergency or something comes up and you need to borrow some money. You still need to have credit. So, see, this is something like I'm not sure that I'd really factored into my own. So when I was going through my divorce and I came and I sat down with you and I said, I think I'm going to need to buy my own house. And um, at that time, I think I was still 1099. I wasn't W2. Yes. Mm -hmm. I always get the W's mixed up (laughs) because I don't really care as long as as I got a paycheck. (laughs) As long as I've got the job to go to. Yeah. Okay. Um, So we sat down and you said, and I had been... um, I had, I had made a couple of changes in my career, and so I had come back to real estate is what I had done. And you said you you might need to go ahead and, and look for a W two, um, and which I promptly did. But here's one of the things that you said that I don't even know if you realize that you said um, I I had everything had been under my ex husband, and so I did. I mean, I did our paperwork and I paid our bills and and I helped him. I filled out all of our stuff and handed it to him to sign when we got loans. But I never was the first one. And, and I remember like one of our home loans, um, it was actually Tony Holsey mid, mid first way back in the day. And I really was, I don't know why, but I, I thought there's no way we're going to get this house. It's because I really wanted it, man. I really wanted that home. Um, and it's very, it's not very often that I'm like, I want this house. I wanted this home. And so it wasn't a house. It was a home. And so he said, why are you so nervous, Kendra? You could buy this on your own. And I thought I could not like, I mean, I really was so firmly established in in marriage that I didn't quite understand how important it was to be individual. And so, bless my ex-husband's heart, right? <laughs> when I came in and I spoke with you, you said, um, also, would you have a credit card in your name? And, and all I had was like a department store card in my name. And I said, no, every I'm just, I'm on all of his stuff. And you said, oh, like I could see the horror on your face. And I oh, thought, no. <laughs> I thought, oh no, I really screwed up. Like I, I was just, Oh no! And you said you've got to get a major credit card in your name, Visa, um, Mastercard. I can't even say the words. Like I was like, oh okay, and and so I did. Um, but two, a couple things that I saw then, because around the same time he was getting ready to start taking me off of his stuff. This is where we were to in this whole process, and so he had removed me from his uh, Mastercard, and my my score dropped significantly yes which of course was like this horrible like because at that point my score actually was higher than so why did score. your score drop because i lost card. a line of credit yes but the I, age of that credit it was yes because it was limit? like from 1996 or yes. something yes. oh my gosh there, there's more that goes into that other right. than just i lost that credit card but i will say so my my credit did build back up pretty quickly and i didn't expect that and was so thankful and then I applied for my own credit card, which, of course, dropped it a little bit again right? because of the, the credit pool. Mm-hmm. And then I did all the things that you had told me to do, and it, it, and it began to build again. Good for um, you. It, it, but it was really, it's so interesting. And, like, I feel like I'm that old woman now, like, preaching to these kids that probably already know it all. Mm-hmm. I did not understand, because I still believe marriage forever, and and um, and I'm thankful that the Lord is, is blessing me again in this way, but... Like, I see now how important it is that I have mine. What if something happens to him? 
I still need to have my own credit score. That is because of my own credit mm-hmm. and, and the same with him. And so, so with my daughter um, and it, for somebody who's already kind of a feminist, it's hard to like be like, well, don't push her too far over the edge, Kendra. Mm-hmm. But I mean, to tell her, sister, you got to have this for you. Don't ever, don't ever get rid of this. This has to be for you. Right. That was so important to me. But one of the things, like, I don't think people, I think sometimes people hear me and they're like, this lady's crazy. My age and up, like, women didn't buy stuff on their own. They didn't have their own credit cards. We often were with our husbands. And and even in the last, I think the last five years, I've seen more single women buy their own home than I'd ever seen in, in the 15 years prior to that. And I think that, so I think that there's times are changing, but I'm not sure that that my age group knew enough even to share that with their children. So that's why I'm like, everyone needs to build their own credit. Everyone needs their own credit yes. card and their own lines of credit. Everyone. You can, you can, can have joint credit, uh, but you, you do need to have some individual credit. You do. Because you, you really don't know what. And the credit card, again, that can be your oldest credit. So that right. individual credit card can work for you forever. And you may not need it. Who knows whether you will ever need it. Doesn't it doesn't matter, right? But it's, it's just, just that, that safety net. It makes you feel... It helps with your feel... insurance costs. It helps with your... Right. Yes. <clears throat> that right. Credit yes. Score yes, yes, that credit score. Yes, insurance costs, any type of loan that you're ever going to get. Um, so why not get... Why not be disciplined and be responsible right. and get the very lowest, pay the very lowest interest rate out there? I just wish I'd have known when, I mean, I, w- I wish you could have told me that at 19. You know what I mean? I'm not sure I would have listened because I remember me at 19, but I wish to goodness. And so that's why I'm always like, I want to say all the things that I didn't know, as dumb as yeah. it may make me look. I want everyone to know what I didn't get, what I didn't understand. Right. So anyway, okay, all, we've got like two minutes. I did all this with Ashlyn yes. and Kirsten. I've not done any of this with Hallie. Well, I was just you thinking. need to get busy. I know. I know. I made my notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Holly. Okay, so Connie, we've got like a minute before we have to start signing off. What's the most important thing that you want somebody to know? I know. Work, <laughs> work on your credit. Look at your credit. I guess the most important thing would be to know what is on your credit. If you don't know and you don't know how to fix it, then that is the worst thing. So, but. With you guys, with Kendra, with Brian, anyone can come out here and at their office at, what's your office address? 2411 Williams Avenue. Okay. They can come out here. They can sit down and talk with you guys. Maybe you're looking at buying a home two years from now. You've got two years to work on that. These people are knowledgeable. They can help you. We're okay investing the time. Yeah. and if 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 you want a one-on-one with me, I'm sure they'd let me use an office and we could sit down and talk. But your credit is so important because it's it it's and it's ever evolving. Like I said, it changes monthly. Every absolutely as long as you're alive and as long as you're using credit and you're going to need credit all of your life, work on it. Make it work for you. You need to get the very lowest interest rate, and by having good credit, that's how you do it. <laughs> I love it. I appreciate you again for coming in and visiting Thank with you us. For Some of it's me. just fun to hang out. <laughs> But we appreciate all of your, I mean, this is practical tips mm-hmm. and this is valuable insight. And so we appreciate you making the show these last two times. No problem. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. 
All right. It's the Brian and Kendra Show. I'm Brian Cook, 580-334-2303. And I'm Kendra Brown, 580-216-0090. All right. We'll catch you next time. See you later.